I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go. There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. But on Wildcard, we have ripped up the typical script. It's a new podcast from NPR where I invite actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to talk about some of life's biggest questions. Listen to Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts, only from NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shea Stevens. The U.S. veto of a Security Council resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza has sparked strong reactions from Israeli and Palestinian leaders. As NPR's Eleanor Beersley reports, it was the third U.S. veto of a ceasefire resolution over the Israeli-Hamas war. The vote in the 15-member Security Council was 13 to 1 with the U.K. abstaining. Israel's U.N. ambassador says a ceasefire would only allow Hamas to regroup, rearm, and attempt their next genocide against Israelis. Hamas is calling the Biden administration a partner in a war of extermination against children and defenseless civilians in the Gaza Strip. Palestinian Authority head Mahmoud Abbas said U.S. policy makes it complicit in war crimes committed by the Israeli occupation. The U.S. is pushing an alternative resolution calling for a temporary ceasefire in Gaza linked to the release of all hostages and the lifting of all restrictions on humanitarian aid. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Tel Aviv. A federal magistrate has ordered the release of a former FBI informant charged with fabricating claims about President Biden and his son Hunter. As NPR's Ryan Lucas reports, prosecutors wanted the suspect to remain in custody pending trial. Federal prosecutors argued that Alexander Smirnov is a flight risk and should be locked up pending trial. They say the 43-year-old has extensive ties to Russian intelligence and that he admitted to authorities following his arrest last week that individuals tied to Russia's intelligence services were involved in passing along a story about Hunter Biden. Smirnov has been charged with making false statements, as well as creating a false and fictitious record. His attorneys argue that Smirnov is not a flight risk and should be released to await trial. Ultimately, a federal magistrate judge agreed and ordered Smirnov released on a personal recognizance bond. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. Donald Trump is continuing his attacks on mail-in voting, despite using that method himself. That story from NPR Stephen Fowler in Atlanta. Even before the 2020 election, Donald Trump has baselessly claimed mail-in voting is full of fraud. When asked by Fox News' Laura Ingram Tuesday what he'd do to limit alleged fraud, Trump repeated the same false claims. What are you going to do to make sure we don't have problems going forward? If you have mail-in voting, you automatically have fraud. Aside from mail-in voting being just as secure as in-person voting, Trump's rhetoric on the trail doesn't match current GOP strategy. The Republican National Committee is pushing efforts to, quote, bank your vote before Election Day, and Trump's campaign has sent fundraising emails for a mail-in ballot collection program. Stephen Fowler, NPR News, Atlanta. U.S. futures are lower in after-hours trading on Wall Street. On Asia-Pacific market shares are mostly lower, but up 2 percent in Hong Kong. This is NPR News. Nikki Haley says she has no plans of dropping out of the race for the GOP presidential nomination. Polls show the former South Carolina governor trailing Donald Trump by double digits in her home state. Haley says she plans to compete in the Super Tuesday contest after Saturday's GOP primary in South Carolina. Moths have a clean sense of smell that helps them seek out food. But new research suggests that pollution makes it harder for them to detect the scent of flowers. As the Northwest News Network's Courtney Flatt reports, 
The findings are published in the journal Science. The pale evening primrose blooms at night, perfect for moths out sniffing for midnight snacks. But nighttime atmospheric forces at play can make that difficult. Researchers found car exhaust compounds quickly bind to particles in the flower's bouquet of scents. University of Washington biology professor Jeff Riffle says lab and field tests in Washington's arid desert show it's like the flowers disappear for the moths, meaning pollination isn't happening. We think this problem of these pollutants is impacting many areas of the U.S. We think this is actually a global problem. But there's some good news. The uptick in electric vehicles and pollution controls at factories can lessen this sort of pollution. For NPR News, I'm Courtney Flatt. Russian authorities have detained Russian-American ballerina Ksenia Karolina. She's being held on suspicion of treason after helping to raise funds for Ukraine. Karolina's arrest also came amid ongoing efforts to gain the release of a Wall Street Journal reporter. This is NPR. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org.